Thank you for downloading this episode of A History of Central Florida podcast. This is the podcast where we explore Central Florida's history through the artifacts found in local area museums and historical societies. This series is brought to you by Riches, the regional initiative to collect the history, experiences, and stories of Central Florida and the Orange County Regional History Center. I am Kevin Stapleton, and I will be your host for today's episode entitled La Garita. As you have noticed in previous episodes, Spanish exploration and colonization had a tremendous impact on Florida's early history. Throughout the 16th through the 19th century, Florida as a region was a nexus between native civilizations, European colonial powers, and global economic trade. The colonization of this hemisphere lasted over 300 years and left the Americas with a wide variety of languages and cultures. Throughout the 19th and 20th centuries, the United States has been a destination for immigrants from around the world who brought with them languages, customs, religion, and artifacts from their home countries. In this episode, we examine Puerto Rican migration to central Florida through an artifact they recreated here to represent their island home. It's called La Garita. Unlike other waves of ethnic migrants and immigrants, Puerto Ricans come from an island territory of the United States, so they enter the country as citizens. But many other aspects of their lives mirror those of the numerous waves of immigrants who have come to the U.S. throughout the 19th and 20th centuries. Dr. Gary Mormino, Professor Emeritus at the University of South Florida in St. Petersburg, discusses the waves of immigration and where Puerto Rican migrants fit into that history. Historians typically divide immigrant, immigrants into groups by uh, place of origin and time. So obviously uh, the old immigrants uh, were the immigrants from northern and western Europe. British Isles, Germany, Ireland. Then the new immigrants beginning in the 1880s and 1890s uh, were new by perspective of the old immigrants were from southern and eastern Europe. And then uh, the, the doors were closed, uh, the, the, the open door the Golden Gates were closed in the 1921 and then in 1924. So that period between the 20s and the 60s saw relatively few immigrants from, from Europe. However, what you have, uh, especially beginning in the 1940s, is, is a tremendous migration from the island of Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico being an American territory at this time. Not, uh, immigrants were not subject to... Uh, to that 1920s legislation. Dr. Luis Martinez-Fernandez of the University of Central Florida tells us about the impact of this migration to our area. The Puerto Rican migration into Central Florida has been dramatic. It has been huge. There are perhaps 250,000 Puerto Ricans who live in Central Florida. It has become a mecca. It has displaced New York and other traditional entry points for the Puerto Ricans. Actually, Puerto Ricans are not just coming from the island. They're coming from places like Chicago and New York, where the, and they're resettling here. So it has become the Mecca. It has also received the attention, uh, particularly of politicians who want the Puerto Rican support. Um, the various institutions ha are catering to the Puerto Rican population. You see, for example, that Publix supermarket now has not just an aisle for Puerto Rican foods, but they created 
a new supermarket called Sabor, which is really geared towards the Puerto Rican tastes and culture. Scholars have been studying ethnic populations in the U.S. for most of the 20th century. Throughout that time, researchers have been interested in the question of the ways in which migrants maintain links and networks to their place of origin. While religious practices and languages are the most obvious signs of these links, so are private ethnic organizations created to foster opportunities for people of the same ethnic background and give them a chance to meet and develop ties. The Asociación Boracuena de la Florida Central is one of those types of organizations. Harry Picuña, past president of the Asociación Boracuena, tells us about the founding of the organization in Central Florida. Right, the, uh, it's called the, uh, in Spanish the Asociación Borinqueña de Florida Central, which translates to Central Florida Puerto Rican Association. Uh, we, we were organized in uh, 1976, and the, the original purpose was to bring together the growing Puerto Rican population that started in, in, the, in that time, mid-70s, uh, early 80s, the Puerto Rican population was just growing. So at that particular time, we had a group of about maybe 30 or 40 families, got together at different places. We didn't have a meeting room. We, didn't, we just met at different churches or organizations clubs, things like that. We continued to grow and eventually we were able to purchase a, a, a building on Valencia College Lane. We kept that for about maybe uh, 10 or 15 years. We grew out up from there to about 400 or 500 families and we were able to purchase this, per this particular lot here and about 15 years ago and we built this building here Similar to organizations like the Asociación Boracuena, researchers have also been interested in the items and symbols immigrants transplant from their hometowns to their adopted communities in the U.S. The symbol and meaning of La Garita has been transplanted from the island of Puerto Rico to Central Florida. Dr. Martinez Fernandez tells us about La Garita and its place in Puerto Rican culture. San Juan, Puerto Rico played a very important role as a military bastion, defensive bastion of the Spanish Empire in the Caribbean. And San Juan became a fortified city. Actually, there was a wall surrounding the city of San Juan. Now, there is a sentry box, which is called in Spanish, Egarita. And Egarita is a location very small where just one soldier would fit and would look out to the ocean to see if there was any threat. Actually, that became part of Puerto Rican culture because Puerto Rico was so often the victim of attacks by corsairs and foreign pirates. And so there's that sentry box, which is beautiful. It sticks out into the ocean, and uh, it is one of the symbols of San Juan. It, of course, there are many fortifications, but that is sort of the iconic image of San Juan. On top of that, there is a legend behind this, and that's why it's called the Devil's Sentry Box, because there was a soldier um, who disappeared one night, and he left behind his gun, his ammunition, and his uh, uniform. And the first explanation was, well, the devil took him. Uh, 
But then there's another side to the legend, and that is that he had fallen in love with a local woman, and they just left. So it's, I think, kind of a, a nicer ending than being taken by the devil. The Asociación Boracuena de la Florida Central recreated a garita on the front of their building on Econ Lacachi Trail in Orlando. Harry Pecunia tells us why the garita is an important feature of the organization's building. This building, we wanted it to give it the look of a Spanish fortress. By building the, the garita, which is the guard post that many forts used, uh, many Spaniards used in the Caribbean, this was a very difficult thing for them to do. Not only when they designed it, they had to find a material that will last for a very long time, that was not too heavy, and that it worked, that it looked like a garita. And I remember when they actually installed this, they brought this big humongous crane. We, we did a big celebration here in our, in our parking lot. It was very, very difficult for them to design it, install it, just come up with the concept, you know, how am I going to build it? We wanted the garita in our building because we knew that would be the, the focal point of, of our heritage. People come from around the world and around the, the Florida, <clears throat> and when they see this here, they immediately know that this is a club that belongs to a Puerto Rican organization. They may not know the name of the club, but they know that this symbolizes our, our Spanish and Puerto Rican heritage. Presence of objects of material culture help people to remain in contact with their culture in much the same way that language and food reinforce values and ideals within family groups and societies. Dr. Martinez Fernandez tells us what he thinks La Garita means. It is one of the icons of Puerto Rican culture and society. I would say that the Garita del Diablo, the sentry box, would be similar to of course, at a different, uh, in, in a different size uh, to the Eiffel Tower for the French. Uh, the Garita del Diablo is also emblematic because it's beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful example of Spanish military construction. And it is uh, something that immigrants, or emigrants, I should say, they want to hold on to these images. It's, it's part of the identity. It's something that is shared by the community. Um, sometimes people use flags for that purpose, but sometimes they use icons. So every Puerto Rican drives by that building, sees that sentry box, and everybody knows that. It is Puerto Rican, and it is a welcoming place. I think that's the, the message that it sends. Although symbols have meanings, their meanings can change across time and space. The Spanish designed Lagaritas as a warning to hostile nations and interlopers to keep them away from Caribbean ports. Yet today, the sentry box evokes memories of San Juan and now welcomes fellow travelers to the Asociación Boracuena so they can get a taste of home in Central Florida. If you would like to see Lagarita, it is on the front of the building of the Asociación Boracuena de la Florida Central which is located at 1865 Econ Trail, Orlando, Florida, 32817. Make sure to join us for our final episode, Vernacular Exhibits.